0: Don't be nervous. Go ahead. I got a bad feeling about this. All right, and welcome to a fresh episode of the Manic Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Riley, alongside my lovely producer, Taylor Robinson. How are we doing today? I'm doing well. Hope you are, too. I'm doing pretty good right now. I'm bouncing back from last week. We had a, uh, I don't know if we aired it or not. Uh, We'll see about this in the future, what the future holds with it. But I felt a little rough after last week's podcast.
1: That's what happens when you just keep going and going
0: and going. <laughs> it was, I got a little frustrated. I don't know if it's the first time you see seen me do that, but uh, we're back this week with, a, with some new ideas and stuff going on. Did some stuff this week. Went out and took the l- l- lovely lady out for oysters. Do you do oysters?
1: Oh yes. I love Rockefeller oysters.
0: I don't even know what the difference is.
1: Well, the, I don't like raw oysters.
0: Oh, you don't like raw oysters?
1: No, I like my oysters steamed with like all the fixins.
0: okay so there's definitely <laughs> different ways to do it she likes the yeah. raw ones and thinks she can enter a food eating contest oh with wow it. she thinks she we looked up the record it was like 462 oysters in 27 minutes damn that's like just slurping them down yeah that you know? you're uh, just, just drinking, drinking
1: them, them at that point
0: yeah fast i'd like to just see the process of someone being able to get that many oysters down in that amount of time that's crazy but uh, she swears she could do over a hundred.
1: Oh, that's insane. Yeah, I know. Props and to her for that. Yeah, right. And <laughs> I
0: want to want to slap a credit card down one day, or just slap just the do card it. down and be like, "All right, just go for it. Today's the day. See how many you can get down." And um. But it was, it was fun. It's good to take her out for that. She loves them. I don't do them. I tried them. I put horseradish on it. I tried mm. hot sauce on them. I tried them fried. I haven't I haven't tried them steamed with all the fixings yet. Maybe I'll do that one next.
1: Yeah, with some, like, Parmesan cheese.
0: The Parmesan cheese does help because yeah. I did that on the fried ones, too.
1: It's super good.
0: It gives it a little bit. Um, my taste buds are not fancy at all. Like, she makes fun of me all the time because <laughs> of just, like, pizza and nachos and, like, the basic, dude, like, weird straight dude guy stuff. Nothing fancy. And I, I but, like, I've tried it. I've tried all this stuff and then when i say i don't like it I, people always like assume that you will Y- right if like i tried it trying, i'm good you're gonna eventually <laughs> it's an acquired like it. taste yeah and and but us just guess was like that was the same way with beer but that you knew eventually you're going to get into some of that but now beer has grown so much there's so many different flavors different ipas different ways to make it And like maybe maybe all those brewery tours that i did or shows that i did at breweries have numbed my taste buds down where <laughs> i can't do anything fancy but i just don't i just didn't get into it but i did see i did notice i'm getting a little older now but like you see, like, a young, like a really young couple, like, on a date, and you're just like, I feel like I'm that old guy now that's just watching kids date while I'm at the restaurant. Like, this dude's doing throwing shots back on a date, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this don't guy, do that. It's not going to work out then. This guy. You yeah, know. he was, like, doing a shot in a beer, which is, like, an old-school move, or, um, like, sipping. He was like shooting something, and then the conversation just kept getting louder and louder. And she's—it was—it was—I don't know. I didn't do it; focus on it the whole time, but I can't help but notice people around me. One guy came in. I was like, "This guy's got real Dateline energy."
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm—I'm all about people watching. So that would have been interesting to see him just getting super plastered on his. I mean, we don't know if it's a first date or not, but assuming so, they were. Probably probably early on. It seemed
0: close just by the conversation. It wasn't like they weren't like going back and forth about inside jokes or they weren't (laughs) they weren't watching other people. That's how long you know you've been together a long time when you're watching everyone else and not not really other periphs and checking out other people as they come in the restaurant. And I obviously the first thing I do is notice that these older people are sitting on a lower bar than the rest of us. I was like, (laughs) Oh, that's cute. She's like, That's the handicap section, dude. I was like, Oh god.
1: Oh great. I didn't
0: know that. I just thought it was a cool way for people not have to sit at the top of the bar if you got a lower bar back pain and stuff you know you got a nice oh little i know sub. what you're
1: talking about yeah, yeah. so it was a yeah. small
0: so you can wheel a wheelchair up to it but i wasn't even thinking about that because no one had one it wasn't like i was just looking right past that <laughs> i just saw a group of like older older people sitting there and i was like that looks adorable and she's like That's, that doesn't have you don't have to be handicapped to sit there i don't think do you
1: um I don't, there's no I don't, stickers yeah i don't think you would have to be but then i would feel bad if i sat there and then i saw <laughs> someone that needed <laughs>
0: That needed it? Yeah. <laughs> needed it. Like the handicapped stall in the bathroom? Yes. Yeah. I used to do a bit that's about that. <laughs> that's the worst. That's my favorite stall, but you wouldn't want to be in there when someone rolls up.
1: Have you ever been in there and you walk out and someone's waiting for it?
0: No, I'm not in there that long. That's if that, happened If, if to I was me. in there, as an emergency.
1: Yeah, no, that's happened to me. <laughs> and
0: that's someone, not... That's what'd you do, op- like limp on the way out? Or? I just
1: like... I was awkward. I just looked. I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah, so I'm I hope just, you weren't waiting long.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 I hope you weren't waiting very long. I don't know how long you've been here, but... I had some business to attend to, but I used to do a bit about that too how spacious it is in there mm-hmm. and how wonderful it'd be like a nice little apartment.
1: Yeah, sometimes <laughs> they have their own like um their Pol- own
0: changing station. Well, they oh, have the changing
1: station and then some of them have their own sink in there, which I don't really Ooh. use that sink cuz it's just weird. Like why would I wash my hands inside of the stall and then walk out and touch everything else? That's a great at, point. So I don't do that, but
0: Yeah. Still nice. Especially little when there's vanity. 19 other sinks right outside. Exactly. It's not like it's the only sink. And then, when would you do brushing my teeth in here? Right.
1: Maybe. Well, then you get the per, like, you walk out and it's like the person walks in and they just, like, are they going to assume that I didn't wash my hands because they didn't see me, like,
0: Ooh, you know, so you're you worried about the too. assumptions of others, of Hell course. Yeah. yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> I get like that too, a lot with like everything I do. I'm trying to figure out what they're assuming about me. Yeah, and then you can get into like this weird whirlwind of thoughts that don't even really happen, but your hypothetical thoughts from other people are driving your day. Mm-hmm. That's not good. No, that's you just need to shut it down and like take a deep breath and just not worry about it as much. You know, we talked a little bit about last time or the time before about you know who you care, whose opinion you mm-hmm. care about, rather than just you know not saying everyone either way but I just think we're constantly searching for interaction anyway like we're, we're all looking for interactions like responses retweets shares something to make sure that we're and I prefer the live version of it so like I, I like live conversation see. so I enjoy that and even though I'm not getting as much as I used to with it but I, I prefer that version of it because I can see whether or not like sometimes I'll just ask her a question and I won't wait for her response i just wait to see her face and I'll go <laughs> yeah. there there's the answer because by the time you're trying to work, we've been together a long time. So by the time you're trying to work up a response that you think I might like, I already noticed that you didn't want to do it mm. by the way that your face reacted. I see. So we even had that at, the, even at dinner the other night. I was like, do you want to do this? And she just made a face and then was thinking about it. And I was like, okay, that's a no. And she just <laughs> laughed.
1: Don't but even have to say anything at that point. No, really. She doesn't. <laughs> face she does has it all.
0: a million faces. I don't know. It's, it's just noticed over time. But it's just a different different face for every uh, emotion. And then some, then mm-hmm. a new face next week that I have to figure out. But yeah, she keeps me on my toes. But it was it was interesting to see the, both perspectives of the young kids on the date, and then the older people, and like just having like the one beer, and the, and the one, only one person's having a beer; the rest of them are drinking water or sprite or whatever. And mm-hmm. So the ends of the spectrum are there, and I'm right in the middle of it because I'm not the young kid on the date anymore, and I'm also not quite the older people in the handicap right section. Right in
1: the middle. Right
0: in the middle of it what but um we had even I didn't joke cuz I I drink a lot of different stuff I have obviously I enjoy it and and I and I, but we tried some dirty martinis and I usually I oh. think if they weren't expensive like this place was like 6 bucks I think a dirty martini which isn't bad and then you're like um I would get that more often. I'd be the James Bond of it. I think I'd get it more <laughs> often if it was priced a little bit better, but it's a strong drink, man. It gets me going.
1: It's super strong. Two and three of those, you're good.
0: That's exactly how many I had. It was perfect. Yeah. And I, have a, I have one buddy that used to do comedy or still does comedy some and real good on Twitter and all that stuff and uh, good in the group text. He um, He makes perfect martinis, and I haven't been over there in a long time to have one. But they're a delicious type of different beverage to do it. But you don't. it also looks a little bit with the glass. This, these ones didn't have the stem on it. So you're not mm. like, hey, look at me with my stem and my right. martini. This was like one of those little ones without the stem. So you just, it just looks like you're a little bit of an alcoholic, really. But <laughs> I enjoyed doing that and having that. And I wasn't eating much because I didn't do the oysters or anything like that. I tried some soup that didn't work out. And I hate it when I have something at a restaurant and then I don't like it. I'd rather, I'd rather just, you know, eat it. I don't like sending, yeah. I've never send anything back. I don't like sending a lot of food back anyway. I don't like wasting anything when it comes to food because I've lived off leftovers for so long. And I enjoy leftovers and I, I just like keeping it around because it makes sense to have another meal out of whatever you're spending that day, you know?
1: Yes. Leftovers are my favorite.
0: They are. I mean, we had leftover pizza again this week. I mean, I've just been eating like, I've been eating good. I've been doing the fasting thing, but it's also like i when during my hours that I eat, I just eat like a maniac. <laughs>
1: yeah, now. you got to get it all in there in that yeah, time frame. Yeah, like brain. oh, I
0: got nine more minutes. Let me have another meal. Like, dude, <laughs> that's not how it works. You're supposed to cut it back, have like two meals, maybe one meal, big meal a day, and then not eat for the other 12 hours of the day that you're either sleeping or rolling around watching TV or doing whatever pacing in the background. If I could yeah. pace, if I could just get my steps in by pacing and not eat, I might be okay one day. But we'll see.
1: We'll see.
0: But you, also, you don't have to be weird just because you're getting just because you're old. I didn't think like you know like sometimes you, you just feel dis. As we get older, we get disconnected from. I'm trying to stay connected to society enough to make maintain relevancy and see, have a good point of view on everything. Yeah. But you don't have to automatically just go to being weird because you're older.
1: No, of course. There's not. a lot
0: of cool old people out there. Yeah. In fact, S- I prefer some of the coolest em. people are old. Right. They've already they've been through everything already, mm-hmm. and they're just you know. And so I, I haven't had enough of that interaction because I don't really have older people that I'm just like, let's go hang out, you know? I mean, you haven't, I haven't seen some of the older people like my grandparents in a while, but, like, I haven't got a chance to hang out with older folks. But it's always good perspective when I do.
1: Yeah, they really do provide a, a different perspective. And they've been around here for a long time. They've got all that wisdom. Right. And they've actually got a lot of more character, too.
0: They're journeymen and women. They've been through it already. So they. And yeah. I love their little, like, older people jokes and stuff they just have dad jokes and stuff but like grandpa jokes are just as good if not better
1: hell yeah it's
0: dad jokes 2.0 but <laughs> it's it always cracks me up when they try and do it and then she she's still working at the hospital so she has patients that she likes that are older and they have jokes mm. and she brings some of those jokes home and it's just like i'm glad that older people are still out there doing that silliness because you're still silly in your 70s or 80s you're definitely after how long you've been through all this stuff and yeah. you're probably on the on the edge now and worrying most of your days but um, to still be silly at that point when you're going through something crazy has always been, like, my favorite. Yeah. You get mad respect from me as a human being if you can just still be silly in times of, like, cancer treatment, that's, gross yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say.
1: You're in the hospital. You're still cracking jokes. I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, I just um, I mean, I haven't been – I mean, I noticed – I know I still would I've definitely at some point, but I don't know how, like, negative I would get about it because I can get – I can swing to the negative side a little bit too much at times. It's one of the things I don't really – I really argue with myself about, so now I'm arguing with myself about being negative. But <laughs> it's it, I, I can do that some. So I'm just hoping that when I, as I get older, I trim that out of my life a little bit. Okay. Trim and just try and stay silly. Yeah. And I've always, I think I talked about that on here before, but trying to find the silly in it with all the stuff going on, and it was really hard to do during the quarantine and stuff like that when things weren't going very well for what I considered, you know, my my journey. Yeah. And then like, but to still be able to do that, I always found that really respectable.
1: Absolutely. You got to do what you got to do and keep up the keep up the spirit, you know.
0: I mean, yes, you got to keep it up somehow, but I mean, and, and and definitely keep it people around you up and who knows how you're li- what you're like when you're alone because you can't really crack chokes by yourself.
1: Exactly. Uh, I mean,
0: I don't I mean, you can write them down. You could. Yeah. <laughs> but then you just be that guy this schizophrenic looking dude in the corner talking to himself, but I do answer the TV every now and then that's when she gets all not no, she gets anything. But she just like, do you answering the t like if a commercial's on or someone says yeah. my name on a commercial or if the commercial asks a question and I'm answering it. <laughs> have you ever done that? Has anyone else done that? I don't think there is that many people out there that maybe
1: in my head. I don't know if I have out loud, but it's possible. <laughs> I do it all the time, it's possible
0: out loud. And then will you stop? It's like I don't know. I can't help it. And it, it, when I've been really manic, I've been answering the TV though too, which is so. It's like it's it's if I do it when I'm not, I'm just like a regular day or whatever, and I'm just talking back to the TV to try and be funny. It can get confusing. Yeah. It's like, You're not losing it again, are you? I was like, no, I'm just bored here watching watching these commercials that are terrible.
1: It's got a little extra time. Just feel like answering. I
0: just feel like it felt like they were <laughs> talking to me for a minute, you know. Felt personal. But um. I'm going, I've been been in North Carolina for a while now here almost like off and on for like eight or nine years and uh, but I'm from Ohio originally and I feel like people are so territorial now that my, my even though I, I post about Ohio a lot because I follow Ohio sports teams mm-hmm. so like I post about them still a lot but I'm not living there anymore. So like I'm the guy in North Carolina that's still like fans from from Ohio and people are so territorial. I don't think my posts are doing as well because oh. of where I'm at. <laughs> also, just be could be just wondering why they're not doing as well to begin with. But I th- I think it's there's been a little bit of a disconnect just because I'm still a Cleveland sports fan. Yeah. And then I but I've been here for so long. So I, I mean the Panthers are like my team in law. You know I right, still root right. for them. Um I still follow the Hornets disaster and and <laughs> all uh, trying to trying to figure out if they're ever going to be good. But, and then there's no real baseball team here. So, I mean, that that's okay. So, that one kind of sticks out a little bit. It's yeah. like, okay, you could, I don't really have a professional baseball team here except for the AAA team from the White Sox, which is fun to go to a game. I haven't, I didn't really get to go down there for a game this year. Did you make it out to one?
1: I didn't. No, I I almost went. I got invited and then something came up and I couldn't go, but. It's fun out there.
0: It's always a good day. And they used to do Bark in the Park where you bring the dogs there.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: then over the loudspeaker, they would put on the doorbell <laughs> and watch the dogs just lose it. <laughs> Go
1: crazy. Just
0: All these dogs are just sleeping and, and like just chilling. It's like the seventh inning. And then they finally put the doorbell on there and they all just wake up and start barking in the wind. <laughs> it's really, really like small. Like It seems like a small thing, but it was so funny to watch them all do it.
1: Yeah, I can imagine.
0: So I got to stop answering the TV, right? I got to stop being weird. Like I don't do that when I'm by myself now. So I just do it. And if you're that alone, you're just like, hey, let me, let me talk to something. So I'm going to talk to these random commercials. Yeah, why not? I've also never really been the coolest guy at a party. I'm trying to wrap my head around the time that I've, because I've, I've had struggled with trying to be cool a lot in my life, like when I was younger in school and all that stuff. Like, you wanted to be, I don't know, I, I I did. I wanted to be the cool kid. I wanted to do what people thought was cool. I wanted to make good plays in sports to be considered cool. Yeah. But then as I got older, I realized that, man, maybe I'm just not meant out to be the meant to be the cool coolest guy at the party. I mean, I mean that just shows a couple times that people treated me like it because it was, I was just on stage and it kind of feels like that way, but it doesn't feel like mm. real. It doesn't feel like I really there's still someone there with who's crushing it but um i just felt that way when i was like i don't even need to be anymore which was like a big change for me instead yeah. of trying to be the coolest guy at the party which means you're going to do something crazy or do crazy <laughs> stuff to try and be considered like the cool i just don't need to do that anymore i don't have to be number one of the most attention at a party anymore which um, there for a while that was kind of like what, when I first started doing shows and whatnot like it started my, before I was even doing that was trying to be the funniest guy that mm-hmm. people would meet you know um, but now I don't need that anymore so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if it's pushed me off my game to not push it as hard to try and be funny to find the funny while I'm out doing stuff I don't know I'm going back and forth does that hmm. make any sense or am no, I just it, made, my it
1: makes sense It's I think it's just a balance you know. It's always it's always a it's always a balance because it's one it's great to not actively think like oh like let me do this to like get some attention or say this this will get some feedback da 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 right you know and like sometimes that's like needed I I feel like but not all the time
0: yeah kind of. I've, maybe I've just found a better way to navigate when to do yeah. it, when to not to do it. Like when to say something, when not to say something, when to drop it in. That's a fun part of conversation. It's like a double dutch of conversation, when to drop <laughs> yeah. in a good line, when to not say anything. I've learned a lot about oversh- oversharing and saying too much and, and, and in moments where I'm trying to get better at not saying something.
1: Because I've mm-hmm. always
0: been the other way, just say it and then recover. And then now with nowadays culture, it's like it's kind of fragmented my ability to be like all right just say whatever and you'll be fine it's like yeah. i don't know if i can do that anymore
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i can get away with that all the time <laughs>
0: no and as sooner or and so like i'm kind of turned into the quiet guy at the party and then it doesn't and as soon as somebody tells them that i do comedy and they find that out as i'm being the like, quiet person around there it doesn't make sense to them and mm. then it makes the conversation really weird
1: i never thought of it that way it, oh, I see. It
0: wouldn't be a problem if it wasn't for this comedy thing that I do, you know? it wouldn't. Yeah. Be, no one would even, and like, oh, you are he's an accountant. They would be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So he's just quiet and deals with numbers. But as soon as they find out that I do that, I, I have for a living for a while, like, it's just like the disconnect of like, how is this person? So what's like your, th- and when those conversations start, it's just like, I want to run.
1: I feel that. I would, I wouldn't want to tell anybody that I was a comedian if I were you, because then they would be expecting like me to say all these great, funny things. And, like you said, you're not always in the mood for that.
0: No, it changes their expectations of yeah. you for sure. And then you want to deliver, but also you don't want to deliver just because they want you to, you know? Yeah. And I always thought that I'd be, if it ever mattered, that I got to the point where I was a comedian that mo- people would, most people or some people would know already. Because I you know you're doing better. Like you, like they if they meet Jim Jeffries or whatever, or somebody <laughs> that's a, whoever you consider a bigger deal, mm-hmm. you know that they do that because of, you know, their resume and stuff. Or maybe right. it's not. Maybe, maybe I'm not. Even the bigger deals are like, no, it doesn't really work that way. You can still go to Starbucks every now and then and have nobody know, know who you are, which, which, I don't know. There's, there's good, good and bad to both. That's I, guess. I, I like want. being incognito sometimes, but yeah. other times I would like people to just know, and then that way I don't have to worry about talking about it that much.
1: That makes sense. Well, I don't have to sense. prove
0: it to them. You know what I mean? I don't have right. to prove how funny I am to you right now at this moment at this, gather, this Super Bowl party where I, I'm i not and like, and then so, and then they just constantly detectives and trying to figure out like, <laughs> how good you are based on what they think of you right now and what yeah. you've done. And then I just got to throw my puke out my resume. And <laughs> I've opened for these people. and I don't really want to do that at all. I just kind of want to be like, yeah, I do it. Like, I don't really quiz other people on how good they are at their job once you find out what they're doing. Right. It's just only. It's a very unique situation. Also trying to respect the fact that they're curious, which is nice. So, I mean, there's different... I, mean, I don't know. I'm not also saying that I don't even know if I've handled it the best way possible, all these conversations about about comedy along the way. I know that there's been times where I um, kind of uh, was a little bit too much of a... Excuse me for curt, A little bit too much of a dick during the, like, these <laughs> tours. And, like, I was just focused on the product and not the people around me, which I thought I'd focus more on the mm-hmm. people around me and shows like that. It might have grown a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so just in navigating in and out of the conversation about comedy has always been an interesting, like... Aspect to my life uh, while doing it. I'd rather just do it or or not, or or not do it, or just be a regular person. Like when I'm doing comedy, that's great. I I want to the attention, I want the recognition, I want to do a great show. I want you to come up afterwards and tell me, you know, pat me on the back, so that I feel good about what I'm doing. Yeah. But when I go out into the regular world, I don't want to have to worry about that. So most of the time, I just didn't tell people what I did.
1: That's how the guy would do, or how I would be, because yeah, while you're doing it, you want the attention, the gratification. All that good jazz and then uh, you see me in a grocery store or at the bank please don't expect me to tell you so many jokes and <laughs> yeah, ask about my life and all this good Mm-mm, i'm yeah. good
0: yeah you don't want to go through a lie detector test at that point about comedy when mm-hmm. you're in the public and like do it do a bunch of weird interactions with it but it's still flattering at the end of the day that people would care enough and and get curious it's still a unique thing that not everybody does still but I feel like I had better stories when I was younger. I feel like I was constantly making, st- like every week, and maybe just because I was partying so much and being a younger mm. kid and out doing all this stuff. And I remember like, m- bringing stories into work. That's how comedy kind of started, too, is bringing all these stories from the weekend into work and what yeah. happened and all this. And then you're just telling stories. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're trying to do comedy. <laughs> but as I get older, I think my stories aren't as cool or as fun, or as like I mean, we went and got oysters, and, and you know, what am I talking about? I'm talking about the other people there. Like we we had a great day, <laughs> yeah. great you know, date night, if you want to call it that. I don't know, really like we we're on date night. I'm like, all right, well you just you're going out on a date or whatever with each other, but you don't have to put it on the whiteboard in order for it to be a date. True,
1: very <laughs> true, valid. This <laughs> so,
0: has uh, always been silly because uh, all my friends have they have kids and stuff, and they have, so they have all these white the whiteboard like runs their life. It's like the holy grail of what you're going to do this week. If you don't do what's on the whiteboard, something gonna, crazy's going to happen. I don't know. It's very intimidating. But at the same time, we talked about last week about writing stuff down. Yeah. So it does help. And I guess we kind of did have a calendar on the fridge as a kid, but we didn't have a, a whiteboard.
1: Right. We it was just like penciled it. in. And then you just kind of went with it. Do what yes. you got to do. But.
0: And then you'd end up whatever you did for that the rest of the week. But, um, Anyway, the point is, I, I guess I don't know what the point was, but the point it was kind of like there's all this scheduling of date nights and this is date night and we're going on a date and if we have to put it on the calendar, we have to put it on the calendar. I don't, I'm, we're spoiled enough not we don't have to do that yet. We can kind of react. We only have a dog. We don't have kids, so yeah. we can kind of just like plan around him and then and then end up being out and like here we are to, on a Monday just doing, doing date night stuff. But it was a good time. I didn't make it that late that night because of the martinis, but I still had a great time.
1: Mm, yeah. Martinis sound good right now.
0: I enjoy them, man. I, every now and then they're good, and I think I'd order them more if I was like a baller on a bigger budget, and I'd get them more often rather than just grabbing whatever's on special or whatever like that, or a drink here, drink there. But yes. if a couple of them put me into a different type of mood, and I'm usually a little bit, I'm a, i I think I'm funnier. I mean, they're funnier. Or I'm just I'm just more you know jovial because I'm drinking. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it elevates you a little bit just because it's not something that you have all the time. You know.
0: That's a good point.
1: Yeah. I think that's what it is for me.
0: So it's a treat, kind of. Yeah. It's like a holiday. Yeah. But it's just <laughs> a holiday for your liver. Except for your liver. Your liver's like, I got to clock in again, but we're going to do this. <laughs> but I'm in the process of, um, we talked about a few projects I'm working on, so I'm process of trying to clean my life up a little bit. I'm going to get shave the beard off. I'm going to get a haircut. I'm going to oh. clean my car. I'm going to do all those things and see how long it lasts before I can do it again. Because I, I always live my life a little bit dirty. I know that's kind of maybe... I've always been, like, a little bit off. Like, I can find stuff if it's – I know where it is based on the mess that I made.
1: Yeah, okay, okay.
0: You know, like, I've always had – I I prefer it a little – I don't – if it's 100% clean, then I just don't feel like that's me. So I don't know if I can ever accept the fact that something's clean. Like, I'll clean up as best I can, but I'm always never cleaning as good as everyone else does either or, like – my my mom would always say that, and like it's your type of clean is not the same as my type of clean, <laughs> yeah. and that's rolled over into roommate situations and life situations and stuff. Because I don't, it gets, and then but then every now and then, even for me, I look around and I'm like, this is a little bit too dirty, Todd. Like,
1: yeah, you get to that much. point. You get to that point, but then you have something somewhere to start and a foundation. And be like, you know what? Let me get my shit together real quick. Because then it feels good after you do it. Right. So it's like you kind of want to not be clean, like you said, you're using your words all the time, because then. It's like, what am I working on? What do I have to do? I'm just like this all the time? No. It feels good when you, you know, If for instance, if I didn't shower in two days, that that shower is going to feel good, opposed to me taking a shower every day.
0: It's just like, then you're just clocking in for a shower. It's like, what is the opposite of OCD? Maybe I have that. Whatever the opposite. will
1: op- have to look into that. Do some research.
0: <laughs> Do some research on whether or not what the opposite is. I mean, I guess a uh, hoarder would probably be the complete opposite, but I'm not, I'm not saying I'm like that. I'm just saying, like, uh, keeping things a little bit off mm-hmm. makes me on my, like, I have to start getting ready, like, a half hour. Usually, either I can get ready in five minutes and then either forget something or it's all set up, or I start getting ready, like, a half hour before I have to leave of like yeah. by getting ready I mean like find my keys first then find me find my wallet like just right. small stuff that I start doing cuz something if I wait to the last minute it's going to be I'm gonna be late because I didn't start early enough to find something's gonna be off.
1: Yeah, and it's always something that you're gonna run into as well. It's like oh, like you might not be able to find your keys, or oh, my phone's dead. Like I need right. an extra five, ten minutes to charge it, so it I don't die, it doesn't die on the road, or something like that. That's yeah. a
0: great example because I always need to throw that thing on the charger, or I just keep a yes. charger in my car, so I use it that way. But because um, I'm usually driving somewhere, but yeah, I always like my phone to be nice and charged before I leave the leave mm-hmm. the house because it's dangerous and you know I GPS everything still, even though like I. Been coming to the studio now for a while, and I still put it in my phone in the GPS, and so I see how long I have till I'm there. Mm-hmm. It's comfort level. It just sits there on my phone right in front of my face, and I just I feel more comfortable if I know when I'm going to be there, yeah. if I'm going to hit any traffic, all that crazy stuff. But I like to start getting ready for what I mean. I'm I I could be dressed earlier. It'd be the same thing or whatever. I'm not just talking about like throwing together a shower and stuff. I mean like basic things like trying to find this and like you said, charging my phone. All that stuff I have to start nice and early to make sure it times up right, and then I can leave. Yeah. So I don't know how everybody else does it. Probably (laughs) probably different ways to do it. Like how you get ready in the day. If you do it the same way every time, if you that's what I'm saying. I don't think I whatever because I've had several different like dealing with my mental stuff and we're always talking mm-hmm. about that on here and like how I, how I'm always trying to figure out how much different I am or if, I, if there's other people out there that do that do it the same way. I think that's why a lot of why we're doing this podcast is make you laugh a little bit and also like kind of find ways to connect about just navigating through all this stuff. Yeah, it's relatable. And yeah, yeah, so like and also if you find someone else out there that handles it the way you do, even if it's not perfect, you're kind of like, okay, I'm not completely uh, by myself on this one. Yeah, not, So
1: not completely out in the dark. Somebody else is like that too.
0: Right and then
1: and maybe they're worse so that makes you feel better <laughs> <laughs> it does it
0: shouldn't it should not it should not make you feel Selfish any better you it a little but bit. it definitely does it <laughs> definitely if you're being honest with the world about how you f- if that's yeah. why I said if you're one way as a couple you- all you have to do is go hang out with a slightly worse couple every now and then yeah spring some have a game night and watch them fight over Monopoly or watch them really get into it and like mm-hmm. she got this little card game question game thing because our wi-fi has been going out a little bit so she's like the wi-fi has been going out so i got us a game and, it, and that thing is that it digs too deep
1: what is it called do you know
0: i don't know i don't know what it's called it's cards though yeah it's cards with like a bunch of different types of questions like oh, from, okay. and the ones that were the worst were like getting to know you like we've been together a long time and like getting to know you were like the worst ones oh. it's <laughs> like, you're supposed to do this if you've been together that long or if you're not a couple yet or whatever and we're like The ones that are getting to know you is like, I was like, those are the ones that are most intense. Wow. We found out that I'm just not, I'm just not that enough of a romantic. Mm. Like I think romantically as far as like my thoughts about her and, and people and like life and stuff, but I don't really do anything that's romantic.
1: Okay. Okay. Gotta like pushed that right. way. And
0: comments, if you say something romantic, that doesn't last very long. Like it's gets washed away in a day or two because mm. I'm going to say something stupid or silly I was just or dumb. going to say that. Yeah, yeah. It gets
1: replaced with something else. <laughs> something
0: worse is going to come in and take over because, but, but yesterday I said something so, it doesn't matter it did mattered matter to get through yesterday but i don't do enough romantic stuff and every but also because every time i try and do romantic things it turns out like all, never turns out how i pictured it in my head gotcha like if you want to, all these movies and stuff when you're when we were kids when we were younger there's a lot of the movies about like rom-coms and a t- ton of rom-coms and everything always worked out and then they have pedals on the bed and all this the crazy gestures and i think that that being and and then like the bachelorette and made it worse right. <laughs> and like all that that's why they go through it when they leave there like all this romantic stuff that they were doing to help carry their relationship mm-hmm. through that week like flying on helicopters there's always a helicopter involved or something and they're flying over a beautiful area and then they go back to like real stuff and then you're like all right this isn't this it's hard, it? yeah. <laughs> it's hard to be full romantic gestures like that. One, if you don't have the budget of whatever cha- channel, what is Bachelor on NBC? ABC. Yeah. ABC. Yeah. Should have known that. Disney but,
1: now, you know, yeah. Disney owns everything.
0: So they, but yeah, so they're they don't have their budget to be romantic and do like, all right, here this Tuesday we're gonna get in a, in a helicopter and fly around and then we're gonna renew our love that way or whatever. If it was even small stuff like that, I think even one Valentine's Day I had a big plan of how everything was gonna work out and I had it all set up for when she came home, and then and then something happened. I had to go get her, and then she was. <laughs> it was just a rough. Like every time I try and do something like that, it doesn't go how it goes in my head. Mm-hmm. So I just don't don't do it enough.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Cause then you just feel like you had this expectation that you didn't meet, but right realistically she might really have liked it because she didn't have that she didn't see that complete thought process that you had going into it too you know
0: very great point yeah i agree i and i th- thought about that as well afterwards like even if it comes in a little bit under what i what i wanted it to be the j- romantic gesture whatever i was trying to do it's mm-hmm. still above me not doing anything i exactly. guess exactly which exactly
1: it's better than nothing. help
0: yeah better than perceived nothing which isn't I don't ever feel like I'm doing nothing in a relationship. I don't ever, like, I, I mean, I, sometimes I, I'm doing nothing that day or, you know, maybe even as with being off the road for a while, a little bit longer, a few days, or that week, does not everything gets done because I'm doing not doing as much. But I've never felt like I've done nothing. Nothing. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. Even, <laughs> if I, even if I perceive like it looks like I'm doing nothing, which I'm sure at times living with me, you can look around and see what is he even doing. Like, but it's mostly in my brain
1: mm-hmm. where
0: I'm thinking about... Stuff. So as, as I'm like maybe physically just pacing in the background and not do what's perceived, not doing much in my brain, I'm trying to wrap my head around everything that I got going on at that time. Gotcha. So I'm not saying I'm a deep thinker. I'm thinking I'm thinking like I'm a consistent thinker.
1: Like, yeah. Like con- you just always got something going
0: on in my brain. I do. Yeah. And yeah. outside, it may not look like that. But in my in my messed up brain, I always have something going on in there to try and, you know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to work through a puzzle of something. And that's why it's good for me to slow down every now and then. That's why it's good that, you know, I have help with stabilizing my swings. Because before, if I got going on in this tangent and started connecting, like getting really manic and start connecting like things that aren't real, not not aren't real, but like, um, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: Like things that like don't necessarily matter, matter. Right. They like, it matters, they, but, you yeah, know. yeah,
0: and definitely not as much as what I'm it's thinking about. It's, like, worthwhile. About. Yeah, and not as much as what I'm thinking about, but I'm also connecting, like, coincidences.
1: Yeah, okay. And
0: then start dragging them into it, and then there for a while, I'm, like, all of a sudden, I'm in a place where it's, like, you're not, you shouldn't, this is not make sense because of all the things that I attached to it that weren't, consi- like, mm. we were consistent in my brain, but they weren't consistent with, like, the actual reality of things. So and I I get off like that a little bit here and there. And I'm a a, we talked about me daydreaming and I'm a daydreamer and I'm the dreamer in the relationship. I still dream about things growing to something bigger than what I have and, and still kind of working out on some level. Like even though I'm older than when I thought I would be at a certain level in this business, even though I'm older than like it's past how long it would thought I would take to get me to a certain point, even though I've done almost everything that I wanted to do in this business, it's not on the level that I wanted to do it at. Okay. Like I've headlined clubs. I've had. I've shot, filmed a special. I you know put an album out there. I've done a lot of different stuff. It just hasn't really taken off to the point where I where I wanted it to by now. I still think that that's a possibility, even though I'm a little bit older than when I thought it would be the best. I guess.
1: I think so too. You still have time, and to be honest with you, a lot of artists now and just people in the business, their stuff gains traction. Like say you come out with you know, this new thing you were talking about that you're going to do. Yeah. Say that comes out and it's a hit and then everybody's going to go back and look at everything you've done in the past and then it's going to blow up.
0: Yeah, as long as everything you've done in the past is holds up or is good, but yeah, I'm with you. And a lot of people said that. Even had comics that I worked with that said the same thing. Is like you just got to get them to find you, so that and then go back and find all the mm-hmm, other stuff mm-hmm. that you put out there that yeah. they just haven't seen yet. Yeah. So it's like I'm performing in a cave right now, like online. <laughs> like as far as like my social media goes, I'm just putting stuff on the cave wall. You know, like right. And then they're gonna <laughs> find it years from now. Sketching these tablets, on the wall. yeah.
1: <laughs> the, <laughs>
0: these hieroglyphics, of these <laughs> notes that I was trying to put to, put together to make make a Make something make sense. It feels like that right now is like I feel like I'm just tweeting at the wall, or I'm just throwing jokes at the at the at the wall. And then some people that come out to the caves eventually see it, and a few people here, a few people there come. But then eventually, maybe one day, even way down the line, who knows? Someone is like, "Oh, this is this was
1: this is great.
0: This is advanced.
1: That's right. what I would like
0: to hear. This was a, this was advanced for its time, but that was a great dick joke, like, yeah, right?" <laughs> That was a well-crafted, (laughs) well-articulated. You can't even do those anymore by the time they find it. They're like, remember these? You can't even do those anymore. We still got them, but we can't talk about it anymore. We can only talk about cereal bars and stuff like that. We did research because the first first episode we did together where we talked about the cereal bars, Uh I think it's already done and gone. Oh, God. I don't think it even made it past this 10 weeks or whatever. I just, I think it already came out. And then, and then they just knew, we knew that that was going to happen. Like, I'm going to joke about it again tonight on stage and work, work through talking, making fun of it because it's just such a weird concept to me that people would go pay. And you can buy a pound of cereal at Costco. You would why wouldn't you just buy a pound of cereal for ten however many dollars yeah. it is for that? Like this big bags or whatever at Costco. And then are you just gonna go to it, have some poor you lucky charms at a restaurant? Right. But yeah, I think it already I think we looked it up and it's already failed or there was like 10 cities that had tried it. Really? Yeah, like LA, I think tried it and I think here and then maybe Chicago too or something else like that. I told her to send it to me. Maybe I'll, we'll talk about it more or I'll put together yeah. a post or something. I mean, something. It a, it's a cool
1: concept.
0: It's it's a, It seems like it's just an expensive way. It's like a Panera or like Starbucks of, <laughs> of cereal. cereal breakfast, <laughs> you know? And I'm a, I I don't hate on people that do brunch. Like, I don't hate on that because I always think that it's a great time to go get eggs and, uh, and beverage and get started on a mm. new day. But, um but to go to a cereal bar to me, I just couldn't. I couldn't wrap my head around it, and it's already failed, so it doesn't even it doesn't even last topical for long enough yeah. to talk about that much. But
1: I've got one kind of cool. similar, if I can interject. You can always. So by the, uh, you know, where Concord Mills Mall is. Yeah. So by the mall, it's there's like a there's like a overflow parking lot, and they've set up this little beverage place called Sipco. Have you heard of Sipco? I have not. So I hadn't either. I never see any cars there, but I wanted to drive up and see what it was because I was like, what is this little thing about? It's called Sipco. It's literally a little drive up place where you just order beverages. Just beverages. That's all they have.
0: So you're just like driving through and grabbing a drink real quick? Yeah.
1: Like if you want, like, they were like, I was like, what is this? Kombucha and stuff? No, no. Like, like sodas, like fountain drinks. Like uh, you want a vanilla Coke, you want to add cherry into your Sprite. Um, we've got different kinds of ice, like they can do ices, but no type of coffee, no type of kombucha, no matcha, nothing, nothing like that. It's almost like, kind of like Sonic, but without the ice cream.
0: So it's just like a fountain drink place. Yeah. Or like right outside the bowl. So instead of going to the gas station, you're just driving through. Well, yeah. drive, drive through makes sense to me because people are so, like... Which is cool. They want to stay in their car type of thing and grab a fountain drink instead of going into the gas station or whatever, I guess. Yeah, but, but
1: it's, like, who's going... Like, if either, like, on my way to the mall or leaving the mall, I'm not thinking, let me just drive through Simcoe and get a drink real quick.
0: I'm not thinking about waiting in line for it. That's no. Why I'm not, not going to wait in line for a, for a soda drink. If I wanted to do that, I could just...
1: Like you said, go to the gas station.
0: Right, I wish I spent so many times, so much time in my life at gas stations, being on the road. It was, it's just natural for me to go into a gas station and get that. I they did it on the way here and pay for gas and get yeah. something to drink and then or a snack or whatever and get back on the road. But that's an interesting, like, I don't know how long that's going to, You know, how that's, long it's been there.
1: It's been there a few weeks, I would say over a month, but I'm, I'm keeping tabs because I, I live right there. So I drive past it a lot. Sometimes I cut through like during the week, not on the weekends, but I cut through the mall to like get to the highway and stuff. And I'll, I drive by and just see, I've seen one car there before, but I'm going to keep tabs on it because I think it's interesting, that's like fair. power to them. Like, I hope they stay in business, you know, but I just, I don't get it.
0: I don't, I, get yeah, it. I don't know how long that lasts. It just doesn't seem like, and then you got to, people got to find out about it and then you got to have the same people coming through and then someone else that sees it, no one's going to like see that off the highway and be like,
1: we need to get off here
0: at this exit and go to the Sipco company and get a fountain drink. Like, it's not even like they have their own kind. It's not like a brewery for fountain (laughs) drinks. (laughs)
1: It's
0: just, they basically have, they're just selling like a big Coke freestyle machine right by the, right by the window and they're just pouring it for you. That's exactly it. Like, all right, what do you want? You want a Fanta? What kind of Fanta do you want? We got that here. I was like, well, they have that a lot of places.
1: Yeah, small, medium, large. That's about all the difference we have there. Like, I don't know.
0: Maybe my comedy is like Sipco. Maybe it's just a fountain drink <laughs> for people. That no, <laughs> that's <laughs> part of the problem. I don't think so. All right, well, we'll keep we'll keep eyes on that. That yeah, that's I'll part. let keep, you know. Keep it in mind because I'm curious how long that thing lasts. I mean, I, it would be. a not too bad of a gig for just to make as soon as the coke the coke machine goes down then what happens
1: exactly and it's like
0: you don't have any other things to sell
1: no they have no snacks nothing nothing it's
0: like almost like undercover boss have you ever seen undercover <laughs> boss <laughs> yes. where they come in and like there was one that they did on a drive-thru and they had the drive-thru set up but it was so in such bad shape mm-hmm. i forget what the restaurant was that had it because it didn't it was one of those places that had drive throughs sometimes and don't always have it, so it's not like a McDonald's or a Bojangles oh, okay. I have it okay. all the time. It was just like one of those ones that's, I don't, I don't remember. The, it was like an, almost like an ice cream place too. I don't know, but it was, it was a fast food place. Maybe but, like
1: Freddy's or something.
0: So yeah, you're on the right track. Yeah. I can't quite f- picture it in my brain today, but what it exactly was? But I could see it working for the corporate headquarters at SIPCO and just coming in and being like this Coke freestyle machine is not up to date.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Or you or you just been working there for I mean, you can't have like people retiring from that. There's no way that thing that place right. lasts ten years. Right. I just so. can't
1: imagine how much money they make. I mean, even if like three dollars a a drink they're making like what, two dollars off of it. It's like how many do you have to sell in a day to pay your employees and stay afloat? It's uh, yeah. A lot of
0: beverages. It's a lot of fountain drinks. Yeah. Especially that's your only way of generating income. Exactly. But somehow some way it got approved and there's some people out there that have a you know, are trying to pay rent and stuff yeah. with, with their with their SIPCO company. Well, we're just going to take it. Well, well, I, I guess the, 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 the um not smoothies. They don't have smoothies there either.
1: No. I or mean, the the only weird. thing that's like super different, like they'll do, they can do ices because I guess they have that type of um, snow cone ice, but it's just yeah. different. I guess Especially now gonna get, it's going to get, it's coming colder outside and I don't know. I just, if I'm pulling up to a drive-thru, I want food and then my beverage comes, like goes along with it. Yes, it's not not the
0: one reason. Yeah,
1: I'm just going to stop to go get a drink. And if I do, like you said, we're going to a gas station or something like that, or I'll wait till I get home.
0: Yeah, it definitely seems like one of those things that you're going to drive by one day and it's going to be something else. Yep.
1: (laughs) We're going to see. I
0: think, I remember when it was always driving through towns or I drive back through Ohio or whatever. And I'm like, this used to be, I'm that guy now. Like, this used to be uh, Bob Evans back when I was 10. Now it's just a. You ever see one of those where the restaurants like look exactly like a Bob, like a Bob yes. Evans or a chi or something, And but the sign's just ripped off, and I know it's just a building? Yeah. I'm like, I know what that used to be. It's like,
1: oh, it's a Dollar General now.
0: Yeah, it used to be a big boy.
1: Yeah. I do that with <laughs> a... Well, not recently, but back in the day when Circuit City... Okay. Went out of business, and I know the one in my hometown. They turned it into like a some type of like arcade for like kids and stuff. Nice. And I was I just like, like I remember when this used to be a Circuit City.
0: Yeah, and then you start saying stuff like that, and then immediately f- I feel older. I'm yeah, like oh. I'm like oh, well that,
1: well, that little for uh that phrase aged you.
0: <laughs> it, do, it does automatically, and it's like oh, just because it could have been two years ago for all we know, but when we hear it, we think of the like, it was it's been thirty years or something. Like Radio Shack was a place. Yep. That before there was even a Circuit City. Do oh, yeah. Remember?
1: Radio Shack's a good one, too.
0: Yeah, that, that one went out of business or whatever for a while. Because and then, and then people started getting the, the iPhone stores or whatever it took Apple and all that stuff yeah. took over. And you didn't need a Radio Shack to go there for batteries or anything. No. Nope. So you could just do it online. Amazon crushed them. So, but I bet if you had a building that looked like a Radio Shack with a sign off of it, I could probably tell.
1: Yeah, I'm sure, too. So, definitely.
0: It's, oh, I always thought that was like funny when you tried that. That used to be a Wendy's. Yeah. Oh, man. Now it's just an abandoned, abandoned building.
1: Long John Silvers used to be there. That's what's going to happen to SIPCO.
0: <laughs> that's what's going to happen to SIPCO, eventually. Oh, poor and hopefully thing. Hopefully not one of the sponsors or anything. We're just dogging them. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what? that works there is listening to this yeah, right now. They're like, really? Stuff. You're really just crapping just on my job right now? <laughs>
0: someone's life by accident. I didn't mean anything by it. If you work there, keep crushing it. I, just I hope you
1: guys make a lot of money.
0: Yeah, I hope it works. I truly works out. do. I hope people wait in line for, for a long. Like I hope you get it worn in like Chick Fil A.
1: Yeah.
0: Or like, um, I think the, I was said the other day, and I was obviously everything revolves around the liquor store, but the liquor store employees are like my Chick Fil <laughs> A. They're always so nice. I mean, everyone I go, everyone I go into, they. Use, I think it's because you have to maybe pass a drug test to get that job so probably
1: definitely do. yeah because it's like in a kindness test too
0: i think they would really do i think they do a good job of interviewing and having people there it's always and there's different ages most of the time they're a little like either older or uh, they've been there for a while and mm-hmm. like, crushing it because i looked into even like part-time doing that for a minute minus the drug test thing of course but like i right. thought of, i, I could get ready for a job like that no problem but um, I thought about doing it part-time or whatever around shows. I Because there, there was a time where I was like running through every single job on the market and being like, can I pull this off and do comedy at the same time? Yeah, okay. And I've I've lost a couple by, you know, by comedy going on the road or taking a gig on the road or stuff like that. And we talked about my lovely, uh, what happened at the gym. At the and gym, and, yeah. yeah. I have many stories about different jobs along Still the way that I've done. Still my favorite story, I think. <laughs> the post-it note thing. <laughs> Yes. Yes, no, That's a good one. <laughs> that was a crazy time for me. And then things kind of went off the, off the wires there for a while. That's when, I, And then I ended up being, and somebody's bumping it outside. They
1: are jamming.
0: Nice. I always, it's never a song I know. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Ever.
1: Sounds good, but I can't sing along to the lyrics. No,
0: it's always like something new or some music that they're, they're a friend's band or something like that. Or mm-hmm. they're, they're friends with the a rapper and they're just blasting it out there at the car. Because maybe one person, that's how you got followers back in the day. Yeah. We, 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 I can, Pop out a tape oh, <laughs> yeah. with the stoplight. <laughs> yep. Yeah. B- burning CDs of your own music or burning cassettes of whatever your demo. Yeah. People don't demos. have demos anymore, do they?
1: No, I haven't. I'm not in the music in biz,
0: but um, I can't believe I said biz, but I'm not in the music business. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just a, all this weird like weird stuff with trying to promote your business. Like, there's a thing online. Every, every I'm on Twitter a lot, so I get. A lot of, I like my algorithm on there, my sports algorithm. I like the comics that I follow that I've worked with and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, all it is now is these hot chicks trying to sell crypto or something.
1: Oh, and I don't even know if it's
0: them. It's just a picture of a what seems to be an attractive woman. And it's like crypto this, crypto yeah, that. Yeah, it
1: seems so scammy.
0: Right. It just seems like there's these guys out there that just see that a girl in a, with like side boobs showing or cleavage yeah. or something. And they're like, all right, I'm going to dump all my money into into Dogecoin, Dogecoin or something now. Yeah. I,
1: guess I think it's
0: Dogecoin. Like, they got to be getting catfished by the pictures. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's no... Without like, a doubt. Like, and I'm, not, I'm sure there's some out there. that Like, I'm not I'm just saying that like, hot chicks can't sell crypto. That's not what I'm getting at. Don't take it the wrong way here. But I'm the just amount saying, of, the, like,
1: um, profiles that you see like that, it's definitely a thing.
0: And I guess if I was, like, trying to get a lot of people to invest in crypto or trying to get a lot of people to send me money, like, I would rather do it as a hot chick <laughs> right
1: <name. laughs> some old guy with gray hair just like come buy some crypto from me
0: <laughs> yeah he's like I don't know about that like that guy doesn't know that's about it that's a little questionable this, this, this girl with like the perfect body online definitely I guess that's how we sold most of our products back in the day anyway yeah. Like now and nowadays, it's all different and all that stuff. Now we're trying to be all inclusive, which is good, and I enjoy it. And I think it's a great move to try and bring everybody, every, all different types of people, in to sell stuff. But yeah. in the beginning, it was just hot. It was just like hot people.
1: Yep. It's like, what is what is this ad for? Oh, it's for the pair of jeans in the background. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, you could oh, never okay. really tell. Like, even yeah, I like, know my my. my Grandpa always would go to ra- like races. He was a huge racing fan, so he traveled all over the place. But he get these posters, mm-hmm. and it was always like it was for like Camel cigarettes. But it's like two models, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> sitting on top of a motorcycle and in this in 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 like this whatever suit type of suit they wear to wear as mm-hmm. a, a rider. And then it was just them. And it was every time I like, I will just got to go hang out in my grandpa's garage for a little bit. Like, what are you doing in there? I'm like, yeah. just, just looking at posters. Like,
1: don't worry about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nothing nothing dirty. Not, yeah. Don't take it too far here. Just I'm admiring. Just saying, I'm just admiring these. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, all of a sudden, I want to smoke camel cigarettes. And that's the only cigarettes I'll ever smoke.
1: They did their job.
0: Yeah, it worked. But until uh, maybe eventually you get me involved. In, I don't think you can get me involved in crypto just because I think it's a different type of currency. And I'm trying to focus on the currency that we have now that's most important. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough currency to try and invent to, a new to get into any more, <laughs> yeah, to get into it, to move it over into same. I mean, even when I was doing my uh accounting stuff or whatever, like, did you did you invest in any of that stuff? Like, you have to they have to know about that now too, because there's mm-hmm. a way to do it. And I was like, no, I didn't do anything like that. Even though every day I pull up my Twitter, there's a new crypto girl. Yep. Like, I'm just like, all right,
1: they're coming for us.
0: Yes. But I was just, I just think maybe it's just a way of marketing. I'm just wondering how many how many of it is like one dude that has like 10 different accounts. And then I don't know. I get all conspir up with it, like as far as like investment wise. Cause even the stock market itself is gambling, but
1: yeah, you're just it's just it is. Essentially,
0: it is. Uh, Cause I looked into doing that for a while. I went to school when I was, until I took the class on it, I was like, oh, I could probably invest and figure this out. And then it was all mathematical <laughs> equations and graphs. And if, and all this, and then my professor looked like Moonlight Graham from oh, Field wow. of Dreams. But he wasn't <laughs> even close to as nice as that guy. Not even close to as nice. <laughs> That's
1: disappointing.
0: Yeah. I think I can say his name, Professor Cell. I think it was. But we had some tough professors in college. Believe it or not, yeah, I think this is the first episode where we mentioned that I actually did go to college and passed and everything and graduated a long time ago. I think you're right. So I think we talked about my minor because I like to talk about that. We talked about philosophy some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I majored in business economics, which doesn't, because I haven't been very good at business ever since. So <laughs> I, I think I already mentioned, too, I got a lower grade because I wore sweatpants.
1: No, you never said that. I haven't said that one. No.
0: I feel like I always tell people that. So, no. Because I'm that's, running out of stories. But <laughs> yeah, I th- they, he basically told me to my face that I wasn't taking it seriously enough. And therefore, you know, my grade was going to be reflected of that.
1: It's not like you had the job and were showing up to work in sweatpants. No, then That's it, the point I don't get when people say stuff like that.
0: Like, it's not I'm not working yet. Also, yeah. I'm just here taking classes. And also, as soon as that happened to me, every uh, like a kid that, like wanted to get a good grade, was like mm. all of a sudden wearing suit jackets. Everyone <laughs> all of a sudden was wearing suit jackets because rumor got around. Cuz I may have said something out loud in class yeah. sometime because I had a mouth on me like back in the day in class and I always try to get one on, one in on on mm-hmm. the teachers just to, one up. Yeah, I did a little bit too much and it would get me in trouble sometimes, but after that we kind of just didn't he, and he was my senior thesis professor. So we had to do like this senior thesis program, like one of the top, it was, they told us it was like the top two senior thesis programs in the nation behind like Harvard or something. And that's how they sold us on it. And it was good. But he was the one that was, he, at first he was going to just, I think he was just going to fail me for just being me. And then I had to work through it. And then you get a secondary professor and then they, they come in and be like, Hey man, don't fail this kid. Let's like, let's just help him out a little bit. Yeah. I feel like that happened
1: a lot more back then than like, you can't do that now. I feel like.
0: He can't – there's definitely – I don't even There'd know There would be how outrage if somebody now.
1: was like, you, you're wearing sweatpants to my class every day. I'm not going to give you a good grade. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, it's and he didn't say it. Like, it didn't <laughs> – I, I can't come out and just confirm that he said because you're wearing so – he just said you're not taking it – I can tell by the way you dress. You're not taking it seriously. Yeah, as he's
1: looking stuff. you up and down. Yeah, <laughs> as I'm wearing my
0: baseball pants that I don't play baseball anymore because mm. I played for a couple years in college and then I uh, was on the team or whatever, and, and then it didn't work out for me, but I was still – Hung out with those guys and would wear sweatpants to class and still get my Bs and move on with my life. But it exactly. definitely moved my grade from like a B plus to like a B minus or something. Mm. So I mean, and today I'm, I'm wearing jeans. I'm looking very professional. That's very professional for me. Jeans so up, so
1: professional.
0: The beard needs to go, but that's that's all right. It's just getting too long. I'm getting like stuff in my mustache on it. Like I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll touch it and. and or give her a kiss on the cheek, and she'd be like, "Ooh!" I'm like, your "What is gr- that?" She was
1: gonna say, "Your girlfriend's picking crumbles out." Yeah. like the
0: blue cheese crumbles in my oh beard. Oh <laughs> <Keso laughs> Like I the found. blue cheese. That was one week. I found queso <laughs> on my beard like twice, two or three times in one week, and I was like, "This is you gotta get it together,
1: <laughs> man." <laughs> That's a sign.
0: And I grew it out during the quarantine too, and dyed it blue. Oh, maybe we should get a picture of that up. Your again beard? Now. Yeah, she got this blue hair dye, and I dyed my beard blue. Oh my god! I'll, I'll send it to you.
1: Yeah, it, I need that.
0: It was. I then, but then the fun, like the funny. It was funny at the time. and It was awesome. It was something for us to do while we were quarantined, and it looked ridiculous. It looked, it looked like I looked like Papa Smurf dyed his that is beard fun. blue um, instead of white. Because everyone was like, "You look like Papa Smurf." I was like, "He has a white he beard. has a white beard. He has and a blue skin. face." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, i don't have blue skin it's the, just a blue that's beard the difference but then i i put like uh, one of those posts like how how it's been how it's going mm-hmm. and i use the same picture and then one of my friend's wives thought i did it again that's <laughs> just because that's how that's how invested people are in online they yeah. just see it online and they go oh it's I mean, like it's the same picture Light. i just
1: yeah this is current. Like yeah. you know, throwback.
0: No, it's the same thing. I was like how it's going and how it's been, or how it's been and how it's going. One of those things, and I just put the picture of me because I wanted to share the blue beard again because yeah. I thought it was awesome. But I think I still have that dye. Like you didn't, we didn't use all of it. I think we used it in her wow. hair one time for a, for a sporting event where she tried to put in like, like some strands of blue or something, mm. and then I did it on my entire beard, and it was fun for her to. It was. It was like that's the kind of crazy stuff we did when you're in quarantine. Yeah. You can only watch so much. It's tiger like why cane. not? Yeah. <laughs> It was probably watching Tiger King with a blue beard, like right. fall into that demographic. Should have
1: added some stripes to it.
0: Oh, tiger stripes or something? Yeah, we didn't get that fancy on the first run, so we only did it once, and it was it washed right out. It was fun, and then I had to shave it off, or shaved off my beard eventually. But and right now we're getting to the point where it needs trimmed, get a haircut. I got eight shows this week, so
1: ooh, that's awesome. That's that is a good. That
0: is exciting to say because I need it. So that means by the end of the week I'll be good at stand up again. But I'd like to string together some weeks of that. So yeah, it'll be fun. Just around Charlotte and uh, a couple, and then like Morrisville, Greensboro area. So sweet. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of. I can't really. I don't know. I've said this before, but I don't really do well in one of those places, and so i One I'm just, of those places. So uh, I don't. <laughs> but it's supposed to be a sold-out show already, so it should. Oh, be
1: good. Fun. That's promising.
0: I got a chance to open for. There's a, a Muppet. There. I, I had to turn it down, but I think I might be opening for him on Thursday instead of Wednesday now. But there's an Australian Muppet that they that is on doing stand-up right now that mm. is selling out shows. Wow. All over the place. That's and interesting. It's just like a. It's like a. Late night Muppet, but he just says whatever he wants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you can get away with it. It's like Family Guy did it and Simpsons yeah. did it, you know, and now you can do it with Muppets. Like, if the guy was up there by himself as an Australian comic, he'd probably do well. Mm-hmm. But now he turns it into a Muppet and it's like, boom. Even better. People are like, let's go see this. Yes. I can't believe how popular it is, but I actually can. I don't like it when I say can't believe or can't imagine. Or I can I can imagine how popular it is, um, but I I, I want to see it. I do want. I'm so I'm curious now. But if someone sells out, I'm like, all right, I got to see him live.
1: Exactly. Yeah, because you're like, what, what? You're sold out. What? Do you, what's your show about?
0: And then, if, especially be now, because you like, it's all of us trying to match up if they're good as good online as they are on stage, or mm. if they're as better on stage. You know, are they are they just good at making videos, and then they can get people to come hang out for a night? You know. Yeah so it's like kind of hearing a band in studio and then hearing them live you know with auto-tune because that's what i consider TikTok and all that stuff online 74 takes and how much you care about it and all that Mm -hmm. stuff is auto-tune of of comedy but that's that's you're working hard at it so go do it you know yeah but i want to see how it translates to live stuff because that's where i focused most of my lovely career was just on the live stuff and that's that's probably why i haven't taken off as much because people want to you have to give them a reason to get off the couch yeah, I have to find exactly. you. I, have to find, I mean, I, I need it. So, I mean, I know what I'm dealing with. Like, my demographic isn't really out at shows unless they really want to go to one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But I almost got a chance to open for a Muppet. We'll see. I That's don't know. I awesome. should check. I should check after this and see if I'm opening for him on Thursday because I'm wondering who sold out Greensboro on a Thursday. And I think mm-hmm. maybe a Muppet could do that. Possibly. And I, I'm curious to see how good of a show it is, especially in that place. So, if he, if the Muppet crushes... I'm gonna have to rethink everything. Yeah. I should <laughs> just get an accent. a few things. Even yeah. when I was having ma- like breakdowns or whatever, the, the guys I worked for a lot, they were joking like, "You need to get a puppet or something." And I was like, "I'm never doing that." And, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's probably never going to be anything." And the next thing you know, we're turning around seven, eight years later, and they're like, "There's a puppet that's just selling out clubs. So if he starts selling out arenas, I'm gonna be like, this Good Lord. is insanity.'" It's yeah, and like then you're going to rethink. <laughs> it's like Dirty Sesame Street, I think.
1: Yeah. Like, we all like the knotty. Muppets. And
0: we like the Muppets, too. So, like, there's if, like, Kermit was up there spitting out, like, I don't even, I don't, I don't know how to explain it because I haven't seen the guy's act yet. But I heard it's just, you know, an Australian accent. He's a puppet. And then, well, that's all I know. Because they sold it as a unique, they didn't tell him it was a puppet at first. And, oh. And then when they sent him all the, the pictures and stuff, <laughs> like. They
1: are like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is what it is.
0: <laughs> and by that time, it was already selling out, so. Yeah. So we'll see if I'm opening for a puppet or not. That would be a new one. I've opened for, a, like, I'm like that comic that's open for everybody that most people know. Like, uh, at some point, I've had a weekend with them, and it mm-hmm. went, went great and whatever, and for every reason, we only work together once or twice. But to add a puppet to the resume, I think I've I've opened for everyone at that point.
1: Yeah, and that's definitely a conversation starter.
0: <laughs> it is. It is it is <laughs> Hey, my name's Todd. I've opened for a puppet.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, tell me about that. <laughs>
0: Tell I me will, more. <laughs> I would. I will talk about if it happens. We'll talk about it again on here, and, and I'll oh, I'm let here you for know it. How it feels, but it was. It was. It's going to be one of those things that's just like either really awesome or it's going to be really depressing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a hit or miss.
0: Sounds yeah. like. If I bomb in front of a puppet, and I'm going to be like, man, all these years of me being me, trying oh, to be me on stage gosh. and be yourself, and try and turn your life into comedy is like all I could have done was, God, this got a puppet in a desk. Yeah. Ten years ago, maybe I should have done it that way. I don't know.
1: There's always time for change. We'll just have to see how yeah. this goes, and you may rethink I, incorporating a puppet school. into your yeah. into your
0: bit. Next you know, two weeks from now, I'm, all, I'm going to ventriloquist school instead of shooting a special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to learn how to talk. To, I mean, because I saw Jeff Dunham, Jeff Dunham or mm-hmm. whatever. I think I saw him. I have a theory that I saw him when I was a kid at, at, the, at the Ashland County Fair. Really? I really think I, think I was about... I want to say like eight or nine Mm -hmm. like real young and because i remember the i remember the puppets i don't remember anything that he said i remember people laughing yeah remember being the old guy that he has and i I remember that And i remember walking through the fair and seeing it at the end of it and he was doing it around like like 30 people and like uh and like right next to the road in the fair Mm -hmm. and so it was like and then years later i saw him blowing up and doing that in front of like his own show in vegas and all that stuff and getting crazy and there's another dude in vegas that does it too but like I swear I saw him when I was like 8 or 8 years old at the That's fair. That's
1: cool. That's a cool memory to have.
0: And it's but it's so spotty cuz I was so young, but I can yeah. still picture like this they set up like a little fake house thing and then he was out there with this old I think he only had like 2 characters at the time. Mm. Now he had and then he went from like had like a bunch of them, but I remember seeing it as a kid. I I'm, I'm like 90% sure and I, either that or it was just a crazy dream, but I'm pretty sure I saw him at the Ashton County Fair when I was like 8 or 9.
1: That's awesome
0: which That's a good shout out for the Ashland County Fair, I'm sure. There you uh, go. My Dad works it every year, it's always fun. I, w- I went back to it one year and it was, I was remember it being as a kid. It seemed like so huge when you're that young, yeah. Like no, the, absolutely. to get from here all the way to the other side of the fair was took all day, it felt like, or you had to jog to get there. But then, then you get there as an adult and you're like, This is tiny, yeah. <laughs> this is not Vegas, it's
1: different now. You're yeah, bigger,
0: is, it's bigger, and then you kind of have a better perspective of everything and know size better, and you're not the young kid trying to just throw darts at balloons and yeah. throw balls into little milk jugs and stuff like that and how they always those carnies always just take those kids money i don't know mm-hmm. they just do it but i swear i saw jeff dunham at the fair when i was a kid that's dope and now we're back to me opening for puppets i've grown so much <laughs> full circle full circle it only took 30 years all right what a good that was a good one today good recovery one Yeah, we, ba- we bounced back he just kept
1: going and going. I love it.
0: Yeah, I kind of blacked out there for a minute talking about puppets. <laughs> but um, we talked about puppets and SIPCO today. We had some, had some fun today. That was a good one. Uh, they're always good. As always, we appreciate you listening to the Manic Podcast. Um, great job today, Taylor, as usual. And uh, we had a lot of fun. We appreciate all your feedback and uh, the fact that you're listening to begin with. And uh, just uh, keep on keeping on. And every week we'll try and bring you some more fun. So uh, thanks a lot for listening, as always, and Cheers. You know what makes podcast listening better? A really great set of earbuds nestled snugly into your appropriate head holes. You could win a really great set of earbuds courtesy of the Queen City Podcast Network. A set of Bose, noise-canceling, quiet comfort earbuds, a $200 value, could be all yours. And all you have to do is sign up to receive the Queen City Podcast Network email newsletter at queencitypodcastnetwork.com between now and April 16th, 2023. You heard me. Sign up to receive a twice-weekly email about all the latest Queen City Podcast Network releases. And you're entered in a drawing where you could win the earbuds of a lifetime. The rules are published at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. That's also where you sign up for the drawing queencitypodcastnetwork.com your ticket to great listening with a great set of earbuds